0: you want to see my boob? Like, look at this. Look at that. Ooh, I know. Yeah, isn't
1: that, I mean, in that,
0: isn't that nuts?
1: not your, boob, not your boob eel, but like, oh my gosh, that yeah, looks crazy. Thing,
0: like it doesn't hurt anymore. It just, it just like a motherfucker. Like I keep trying to get Eric to like itch it because I'm like, touch my boob. And he was like, no, <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. You always want to touch my boobs any other fucking time. Now when I need you to touch my boob for like my mental sanity, he's like, no, does it hurt? No, not at all. It just itches. So I have to like put cold stuff on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It hurt like in the moment. You know, it hurt in the moment when this motherfucker got to second base without buying me a drink, but it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was my like God. Calling my mom too. I was like, mom, I have to call you back. A, a wasp just stung my titty. <laughs> she was like, okay.
1: <laughs> so like are wasp stings as bad as bee stings? So
0: I think it depends. <laughs> it depends. So here's the deal. I'm actually very, very allergic to bee stings. I was once stung by a humble bumble in like the, when I was like 10 years old at a swimming pool like place and my thigh like tripled in size. Like we had to Um, go to the hospital to get like an epinephrine shot and like Benadryl and shit. Um, mm -hmm. And I was a little worried that we might have to do that again, but like it was painful. It hurt. I washed the wound and, you know, disinfected it and put um, just like a cold ice cube on it. And it hasn't like really swollen or anything. It just like, looks like it's pissed off. But Eric's like, you should put, you should take Benadryl or you should like put shit on it. And I'm like, I don't want to blunt my body's natural response. Like I want it to do yeah. what it needs it to do. So I'm leaving it alone and I feel fine. Like I said, it just itches and it feels dry. So it's like my body's doing what it needs to do and I'm not going to fuck with it.
1: You're funny. I'm totally the same. I'm like, I'm not fucking taking Benadryl. Like <laughs> I'm not taking no. it. I wanna, I need to get inflamed like i know
0: (laughs) i know this motherfucker his family comes from a line of like people that like want to take stuff and i'm like you wonder why you have cybo? like
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right well i'm happy you're okay i'm i'm very happy that
0: it's not worse because you Oh, same. yeah dude i was worried my implant would be impacted or something like that it was fine but like i was worried that like i don't know the poison would spread and like Fuck with my implant, I'm like, listen, I paid good money for these titties, you leave them be.
1: I paid good money for these. titties <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we have a few, we haven't recorded in the past couple of weeks, but we did want to like kick it off with um, some life updates that we have and some exciting things that are going on. So, for me, um, well, do you want to go first?
0: Like, <laughs> you go first, to- you take it, you take it. Oh my god,
1: okay. Um, I am leaving California. So there will be no more, um, West coast, East coast time between me and Ashley. Um, I will be moving to Cleveland, um, Ohio. So if you listen to my podcast, you are getting a sneaky peeky of what's going on. I'm actually not going to, I'm not going to post it on my Instagram yet, but I will say it here on my podcast. So yeah. on podcast. So if you are listening congrats you have the first scoop you're Uh, in the know you're in the know like it's yeah Mm -hmm. so I actually know this YouTuber that that puts all of his sneak peeks on YouTube for Mm -hmm. YouTube on his Instagram and his like he used to use Snapchat and stuff so it's like if you followed him there you get all the sneak peeks of his like stuff that he does on YouTube but he's his main form of communication with people is YouTube. So that's nice, you know, so it's kind of same thing right here. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. I will be moving into, I I will be moving to Cleveland. I won't say where yet. Um, but my main focus honestly is to build my business as a coach. Cause like, yes, we're each Dominic trained coach, just for y'all that don't know each Dominic trained coach holds their own business. So even though we are part of Tominic Trained, we are technically business owners for our own selves. So we all have an LLC, um, and we all have different tax things that we have to do because of that. We are not, we're technically like, we're like still sole proprietors. Um, so mainly to build my business, to merge more into the Tominic Trained brand and near Mark and the rest of the gang. Um it's gonna be more it's gonna be a lot more beneficial for my own mental health because I feel like I am living this like double life. Um and that's one of the reasons why I don't even think uh did I talk about quitting my job on here? I don't even know if I did. I don't think um but I oh well that's another announcement. I quit my job and I'm a full time coach. So Uh um Holla. Yeah. So I've been coaching full time for the past few weeks and honestly, it has made things so much simpler and I am so much happier. Like I am just so excited. Like I am so excited to go to sleep because I get to wake up in the morning, yeah. um, where like I don't think I've ever felt that way in my life where I've really anticipated the next day and been excited to live, mm-hmm. um, and, and woken up earlier because of it. Like now I want to wake up early and I want to work. Right. Um, and I haven't felt like that at any point in my life, I don't think. I've always f- dreaded the next day because of whatever I was doing. Um, and it's not that my job was anything. There's There was nothing wrong with my job. It was just not for me. Um, obviously, there were some people that played a role into it. Like, I didn't have the best supervisor. I'm not going to talk about it on here. But my supervisor was a dick. And... Um, he pushed, this person pushed me to that, to the point of like, okay, I need to choose, um, because of the way that I was being treated at my job. But anyway, um, so I'm a full-time coach and now moving to Cleveland. My move is in two weeks. Um, and I'm really, really happy about it. I feel like I am aligning with who I am and it's great because like, I don't care about what happens. Um, Mm I'm not, I'm not concerned with not knowing what's next. I always know what's next. And I know I've always done everything right in my life. I've gone, you know, I went to school and then I went to college and then I went to get my master's and I got my job and it was the same track the entire time for the same profession, for the same career. If I were to keep going on that path, I would make it, but I wouldn't be happy. Um, and so that was, the hard part about this decision is that I went to school for my, for the job that I had. And now I'm going all in and coaching because that's what makes me happy. But the difference between now and then is that then I was, I felt safe because there was always something next that I had to do. And I knew it was going to happen. This it's like, I don't know if I, I don't know how much money I'm going to make in a month. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know about my health insurance. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into coaching that people don't understand. Like you don't get health insurance. You have to get it on your own. Benefits are not there. You don't get time off. Um, but I chose that because that is what makes me happy. Um, and it makes things a lot simpler for me and just aligns with what I really want to do. Um, and somebody asked me a couple of days ago, like, I don't understand why can't you just coach here in California? Like, one, I don't feel at peace here. Um, I don't feel like I'm surrounded by the people that really do the shit that I, that I mentally do. Like there's bodybuilders out here, but they're like five out of 10 bodybuilders, not 10 out of 10 bodybuilders that do it all day long. That's what I do. Um, and I need people around me that do that. Um, on top of that, the cost of living is just ridiculous. I just posted a, a picture yesterday of gas prices at $8 a gallon. <laughs> it was seven ninety nine, but we're gonna round it up to eight eight dollars mm-hmm. a gallon, um, and that is just insane. I'm sorry, um, it's not worth it until California gets this shit together. It's dumb for me to stay here because I can't have the things I want. Like I can't have the house I want. I can't even get a house. Like I can't even get a house by myself. I have to have a dual income, and yep. I don't. I don't have a husband, and I don't have anybody. So in order for me to like do the things that I want to do by myself, it's, it's just time and it had to happen. So I'm happy with my decision. And that is my life update. That's about it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty big. Huge life update though.
1: Yeah. It's like, I, I tried to like downplay it. Like when I tell people I'm like, Oh, by the way, I'm moving. They're like, Oh, where to LA. And I'm like, oh, Ohio again,
0: like <laughs> part two, we're coming back.
1: It's also hard. Back it's also hard because i've already done it right like so it can feel like i'm going backwards but i'm not going backwards um
0: that's I, ohio's slogan if you move back you're going backwards
1: yeah <laughs> so no <laughs> no but like i instead look at it like this like when i was in ohio for those two years i planted a lot of seeds and that includes like friends like you um competing uh, meeting my last coach and then the athletes on that team on top of park um, and then yep. getting to know like different people out there that I still literally talk to every single day. Like I don't, I barely ever really talk to the people that are out in California at this point to the, like if you compare it to how much I talk to people out of state yeah. and um, that is what makes it hard because I'm like, well, the support that I'm looking for is not in person. Um, and you don't have to be supported, but you do have to feel like comfortable being yourself around people. Um, and so I started feeling like, I feel like I'm not comfortable being like me, like in the people, like people in person here. It's like, it doesn't make sense. I'm like not comfortable being me. And then I'm always thinking, oh, I want to go, I want to go to Cleveland, this and that. And I was like, why don't I just go do it? Um, and then figure it out if, you know, if shit hits the fan, but, um, it's just, I'm excited to be focused as an athlete. Like my mom asked me, you know, the same question, like, why can't you just stay out here and do it? And I said, the same thing I told you, but I am not, I know it seems like I'm focused because I'm busy, but I'm not focused the way I need to be. Um, And there's some power in isolation and and removing yourself from the things that you know don't serve you, um, even if it's hard and even if other people don't want you to do it. So not everybody has the means to go follow their dreams. Obviously it took a lot of saving money. Like I'm not going to act like I didn't save a butt ton of money to do this, but it was, it was in my heart to do it a long time ago. So I started saving like a while back. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, definitely some exciting things. It's something that I want to touch on. It's like when you're a coach, it's like, you know, no health insurance, no benefits, but like also the big thing that some people like, don't think about is just because you announce that you're a coach does not mean you automatically get inquiries and clients. Like mm-hmm. so many people are announced that they're a coach and expect the floodgates to open. It's like, that's not how that shit works either. Like mm-hmm. you have to be patient. You have to put in the work, you have to like do the education. You have to show people that you know what you're talking about and mm-hmm. essentially be patient and grow your business and take care of the clients that you do have. Yep. But you just gotta be patient. It's a waiting game.
1: Yeah, it's not like I already had this on my heart, like a while, like before I got on Dominic trained, I think before as a coach, at least, Um, but I had to have the right circumstances to do it. Like I had to have a base amount of clientele that was doable for me to live on. Um, I had to make sure that I was knowledgeable enough to continue to get clients because it's like, yeah, like as long as you continue to coach, you will you make more money over time, right? Because your skill level increases, but it doesn't happen overnight. Um, in fact, like I've gone pretty fast in the yeah. coaching world, like very fast. Um, but that's due to me like being very well rounded and connected with a lot of people who have told me like what I need to do, and I just listened. I listened to the right people. Um, on top of that, being on Tom and Nick Train did give me a little bit of a head start because I have a free mentor, like I don't have to pay for it, stuff like that. But I created that because I needed to um, to make it happen. So you have to make, you have to understand like there's steps involved. Um, and they have to be, they have to be accounted for when you are making like big decisions in your life. Like you might have that one thing you want to do, but you have to do many little things and people get so caught up and stop during those little things that they have to do and they get tired and they want to stop and they get overwhelmed. I was a mess when I was like, what was it like a couple months ago where I was crying all the time, like breaking yeah. down, calling Ashley, like, I'm so busy and stressed out that I cannot handle this. Like, I was like, I can't handle this. I can't handle working full uh, this full-time job. Plus my supervisor treats me like shit. Plus I have to coach and make sure I'm a bomb coach and post on social media every single day at the time I was in a relationship. So I was like, I have to make sure he's good. And yeah. like, it was so hard. Like, and I was, I was a mess and I didn't show anyone except for Ashley. Um, it wasn't until I decided to like follow my own path that I started feeling like a weight off my shoulder and felt like a lot better, but it felt like I was constantly fighting things. So if you feel like you're constantly fighting, you need to make a change. Um, Cause you, it's not sustainable. It's just not sustainable. So,
0: yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So exciting things for Britt, and actually kind of a good segue to have like an actual topic and then kind of tie into my life update. It's really interesting because Britt and I, although we're both coaches, like she is part of a team and yes, it's still like her own coaching company, but being part of the team, like she said, you have benefits because like, you don't necessarily have to pay for a mentor, which I mean, you kind of are like, he takes a commission, but like, it's not like you were like paying like outright in a way. But like, for me, it's like, if I need help and I Lord knows I need help, it's like, I have to pay, you know, Austin, like I pay Austin, you know, six grand a year. Um, I just invested in Jeffrey Sue and Jeffrey Sue is two grand a month. And it's like this shit. Yeah. It's fucking expensive, but I need help. Like, I know that I can't be the coach that I want to be unless I learn how to better market myself and have people trust in me and trust in my abilities and show that like I'm someone worth investing in but like I need help doing that and I fully acknowledge that and yes it's definitely a big ticket item but at the same time like I don't view it as it's costing anything it's an investment much like hiring a coach is an investment if you view it as something that you're paying for or view it as like an unnecessary cost like that mindset going in is not going to help you to grow into the person that you want to be, whether it's athlete, whether it's a coach or maybe it's another type of mentorship or coaching thing. Like if you Mm -hmm. truly want to embrace growth, you need to go into the right mindset of doing it. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Like, and he's like kicking my ass because like, there are so many things that like I didn't know or didn't think to do that's like, Holy shit. And it's, it's awesome because like, I'm being challenged in a way that I didn't know I needed to be challenged. And so I'm learning so much. And dude, I sometimes sleep like 10 hours a night now because my brain is like so overwhelmed with things that I'm thinking about differently that it's like my body's like, as soon as like eight o'clock rolls around, boom, I'm out. Like it's almost comical and Eric teases me, but it's okay. Um, But yeah, that's like a big life day on my end is investing in Jeffrey Sue. And it's like I said, I've been working with them for like a week and a half, two weeks. And it's like, proven to be so beneficial because he's just helping me think differently about things not only as like a business owner, but then also even as a coach. And like, that's also really cool to get like refined, um, that way.
1: So like, what exactly is he helping you with? Cause I'm sure people are going to be wondering that, like, yeah. cause I know, I know, but the listeners don't
0: know. Yeah, no, that's a great question. He's helping me. If this is going to sound so corny, but he's helping me establish me. He's helping me find my voice in the millions of of coaches on the internet. He's helping me establish who is Ash Markham. Why should I hire her? Why would I want to work with her instead of someone else? And so he's helping me to essentially develop my own brand, even though like that's, I feel like that word and that phrase is like so overdone, but he's helping me get established to the point where it's like, if someone saw my page on Instagram, they would be like, well, why do I want to work with her? Why would I want to hire her? And then they see my content, they see my personality and they're like, oh, Well, I'm definitely interested in learning more about her. So I'll follow her and then like maybe, you know, ask her questions or stuff like that and like develop that trust, develop that relatability that will eventually like help them to trust in me and my abilities and maybe want to hire me as a coach. So it's Mm -hmm. stuff like that where it's like making sure that you are developing who you are on social media so that way people can see who you actually are develop a connection with you and trust you. So that way you guys can work together as a team to help the client with their goals.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just talking to someone about, um, and I'm pretty much pretty, I'm an interesting person, like as is, I, I think like just my whole, even my look is like very different for most people. So it's not me personally, like I don't have to work like like that, it just sort of happens. People mm-hmm. always ask me about my hair or my skin or you know shit like that. Um, and I was just talking to someone about staying authentic um, and and speaking to the audience that you want to be interested in you because there's a certain type of client you want, right? Like there's a certain there. I don't want to say ideal client, but there's a mindset that you would like to work with um every coach has one like my mindset for each person that i would like to work with ideally is like dedication um people that are t- that time manage well um people because these are it makes it much easier to coach you when you have these base things right um but not everyone has them sometimes you have to coach people into that and then coach them after like there's little parts that you have to get in with them okay now we've got the time management thing down Now we got the discipline down. Now we can raise food. Now we can do shit like that. Like, and people don't understand. There's so many like nuances there personally for people that have to through. Um, but ideally I want people that are already well-managed, already there refined to come to me for coaching. That's like ideal. Um, and so when you're on your social media, you have to talk to those people. Um, And talk to that specific audience by staying authentically you because if you are not like them they're not going to be interested in that right like so if they see that you're posting you drinking every single every every weekend but you want clients that are dedicated and and aren't into that well they're not even gonna bat an eye at you because you're not posting the right content so Yeah. So like you might want, I'm not saying that you have to change. Like, like I just went to a high school reunion on Saturday and I posted on my close friends, but I didn't post on my, like on my main page for a reason. Um, and this is just me being candid. If you get, if you get an insight on this and you're on the podcast, great. But like, there are certain things that are not for everybody, but there are, but I'm not going to not be myself. Right. So I had a great time um, but there are certain, there's going to be certain things that are not for everybody, depending on what type of client you're trying to attract. It just is what it is. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not being yourself. It just means that you're trying to attract a certain person. So yeah, exactly. And he
0: was talking today, like my client that I wanted to attract. And it's like, well, I want to be a well-rounded coach. Cause I think it's important to have, you know, a, a complex array of clients when it comes to like maybe functional cases, like gut health, stuff like that you know, versus like a general lifestyle client and then your competitors. But I was like, honestly, and I'm embarrassed to say this. And I told him, I'm kind of like embarrassed to say this, but I really want to attract big male bodybuilders. That's my fucking goal. Big male bodybuilders. I really like, I feel like I have a good personality for it. I feel like I mesh melt well with it, but it's like, I don't know how to establish that credibility. I don't know. Like like if, if you are a big male bodybuilder and you look at my page, you're going to be like, what the fuck? And so it's like, I need to curate my content for that stuff. And so like, you know, he's very supportive and we're brainstorming certain ways to like do that. But, you know, it's making sure that your content and your brand lines up with what you want and essentially being consistent with it. So that's something that I am obviously working on.
1: Yeah. And sometimes like it takes knowing and talking to somebody and hiring somebody that knows more than you. Um, like I have learned a ton from Mark, so I'm, I'm straight, but like to establish yourself, everyone has their own, they have their own path in it. Um, just like you have your own path in coaching or as an athlete, like everyone has their own path. So I think that what I see as far as like the role of like Austin and Jeffrey is like to help simplify things for you. Um, and what you learn, it's like, okay, because a lot of times, like, it's like, what do I go learn as a coach? Like, what am I like, what should I be focused on? And these people that have been there already are are going to tell you, this is what you need to focus on, because they've done they've done all the messing up, they've done all the wasting time. So you're basically paying for time. Yep. Um, you know, like you're paying for time, because otherwise, like you're going to get there, I have no doubt. Um, I'm going to get there. I have no doubt, but the reason why you look to other people for, um, for guidance is to make sure that you're not wasting time. You don't have time to waste. Um, yeah, we could, we could be nice about it and say like, Oh, there's all the time in the world, but in coaching and in marketing, it's, you don't have all the time in the world because there's always somebody else that's go that's moving ahead of you. Um, and there's always going to be like, that urgency there to know things, um, especially when people need you. So if you have an athlete that is like looking at your profile or looking at you and they need a gut protocol today, not tomorrow today, like you have to know how to maneuver that. If you Mm -hmm. don't, you just lost out on a potential athlete. So you don't have time. Um, you, you have to really grind it out.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and also getting out of your comfort zone is a big one. So, like you know, since I am hiring a mentor, I am working with Jeffrey. Like he is able to help me establish more connections that I wouldn't otherwise have by myself. And so, like he put me in contact with Phil Viz, and Phil Viz and I are going to do a live together on like male bodybuilding um, and health in the off season, like keeping like you know things like blood pressure, heart rate, resting heart rate, stuff like that, in check during an off season and during growth phases to keep male bodybuilders healthy. And it's like, obviously he knows so much more than I do. So it's a time for me to ask him questions, to pick his brain, learn from him, but then also like help establish kind of like that connection where it's like, Hey, like this girl wants to learn shit. Let's, let's hook it up. So I'm really excited, but also like, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little scared because it's like, holy fucking shit. Like I'm talking to someone who like is a really, really good fucking coach. And so it's going to be interesting. I'm excited, but you know, there's that a little bit of that imposter syndrome too, where it's like, well, you've never put someone on stage before. Like how the fuck are you talking to someone who's, who's like as big as Phil Biz? And it's like, it's not about that. It's about like putting on the hat of a student and just connecting with someone and like getting to learn from them. And that's what I have to remind myself.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Well, we have a lot going on right now and a lot of life changes and a lot of evolving and it's not, it's not easy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely like I've had my nights where I've cried still and been like, I don't know what I'm doing and is this the right decision and stuff like that. Um, But the idea is to continue to move forward and to continue to be who you are throughout those challenges and be open with them. Like, I am open with my healing. Um, I am open with um, my struggles as an athlete and as a coach always, because it's relatable to other people for them to understand like, just because somebody's a coach doesn't mean that they have superpowers. Like uh, you can, I I swear, like I am, when I posted my my high school reunion stuff um, on my close friends, like people were like, what? Like she's, and I was like, yes, I like to have fun. Like, yes, I like to do things. Like I am a human. Like I, I, I sometimes have to tell my coach, like, Hey, like, I'm probably not going to be worried about you today, but right. you know, like you, and for me to not put that out there would be a disservice to you. Like would be, would be me not being who I really am. Yep. Um, so it's really important that even throughout these changes, like we are authentically us and we are like, like not hiding some of the things that I'm not saying you need to be open about every single thing in your life, but at least realistically, like sometimes I feel coaches are not realistic about really what goes on in their life. Um, and so it makes athletes feel like they have to be this certain way yep. uh, and that they can't they'll lie to you and or not tell you things. And you don't want that with an athlete. You want them to be able to tell you things um, so that's just my two cents about that. Like, as we transition in this, these big parts of our life, um, and as we continue to level up, cause I see like a lot of leveling up from a lot of people right now, it's, it's a theme. Um, and a lot of people, if they're not leveling up. They're asking questions about how can they do it? I've gotten a couple of newer coaches asking me questions about how to get to where I am. And I'm like, I- I feel like I'm
0: nowhere. <laughs> You're like I'll let you know when I feel like I've made it.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, oh man, like I feel like I'm not even where I really want to be. But it's like at the end of the day, like you were at one time a lot newer than what you are now. And you can't discount like how far you've come because you have come so far. Um, even thinking like outside of the box and hiring somebody to help you is progress because before it's like, could I have even afforded that? Yeah. Like you know, but now you can because of the clientele base that you've created and things like that, so that's awesome. what we're doing is good, some good stuff yeah
0: I'm excited it's an exciting time, like you said it's a it's growth leveling up, just becoming like better, not necessarily different, just better
1: yes, just better coaches, better people um and overall just better well rounded individuals mm-hmm. so.
0: Yeah. And I'm starting a new project in my community. It's something really small and probably not going to be like that big of a deal. And I'm saying this not because I want people to be like, wow, you're a really good person. Like I'm a good person that occasionally does bad things. Like that's, that's just what it is. But like, I really want to like impact my community in like a Good way that isn't gonna be noticed by much by many people, but that's not the point. But like Eric and I live right by this cute little bike path that that's not cute; it's actually really trashy. But it takes me to Walmart, and so like whenever I need something or if I want to get him a coffee, I take this bike path. And let me tell you, like it's littered as fuck. And I'm like, listen, this is my home. This is where I live. I'm not going to let it just be trashed up. And so on Saturday morning, since we don't train but we do go on coffee dates together. We walk to Starbucks to get coffee. I get a decaf. He gets a, a hot coffee, even though it's 117 degrees with the heat index, this motherfucker drinks hot coffee because he's fucking weird, dude, weird, weird. Weird. Um, weird. Anyway, when we're walking to Starbucks, that's our time. We get to like, you know, have his husband and wife just talk and you know develop our relationship. It's just littered with trash, water bottles, Pepsi cans, like insulin needles. It's like what the fuck are y'all doing out here? So like what I'm going to start doing is taking a trash bag. And on our way back from Starbucks, I'm going to start picking up litter by the bike path because it's like, this is my fucking home. And like, I don't want it to be trashed up. And so when we talk about being better, that's what we mean. We don't mean just better as an athlete. We don't mean better as a coach or a better employee. We mean just like better as a human being, like something that my uh, senior year English teacher instilled upon us as our like class was be the change you want to see in your world like don't focus on changing the world focus on changing your world because like that at the end of the day is what fucking matters and so that's something that has like always stuck with me and I really do appreciate those wise words and so I was like looking at all the ways I was kind of like leveling up my personal life as an athlete as a coach whatever and I was like well, what am I doing for my community right now and it's like honestly I have been doing jack shit And that made me feel really bad because like my grandparents, you know, always had me in the community, like as a kid. And I was like, I feel like I lost that. So even though it's not a huge thing and maybe like no one will notice, it doesn't matter about people noticing. It's, I know, I know I'm impacting my community to be better. And so that's what I want to challenge other people to do is like, if you want your community to be better, be better yourself, like do something good in your community. Don't do it for the accolades. Don't do it for the snaps and claps or the IG likes, like just go do it and feel yeah. proud of yourself for being better.
1: No, I really like that because it's like, I, you know, you're really coming into maturity when you don't need congrats mm-hmm. and yes, good job. And here's, here's a reward for doing what you need to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a product, honestly, for me of being uh, an athlete in bodybuilding, because I don't get rewarded for doing the right things. We don't get rewarded for doing the right things. The next week is just like, okay, do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you know that you did it right. Like it's not for your coach. If it's for your coach, you shouldn't be bodybuilding. I've had so many people say, I'm so sorry. I did not hit my protocol. And I'm like, uh, it's, not me. Me. Yeah. it's not me. You need to be sorry too. It's you. It's your ownership of yourself. So, I mean, what I'm going to do as your coach is say, let's pick it up next week because that's what, that's all I can do. But exactly. Like if you would have done what you needed to do, we would have had changes that maybe would have benefited you a little bit more, but because you didn't execute, now we got to wait. And that's not, that's not me. That's on you. So I think that like, when I started to come into like a more mature being was when I could like not selfishly, um, keep it. I, the word that's coming to my mind is keep, like keep congrats, uh, keeping, um, good jobs. And yes, you did great. Like I was just, I just stopped caring about it because I cared more about how I viewed myself. Like right. my opinion of myself matters so much more than what other people are thinking about me. And it happens through like lots of healing and self worth and like working working on myself. Like you don't just. I was just talking to somebody up and talking a lot of people lately. I was just talking to somebody about healing and how healing doesn't just happen. Like the, I I hear the words all the time. Time heals all. No, the fuck it doesn't. You have to work at it. Like you have to work at your self perception. Once your self perception is higher than what other people view of you, the way you move is different the way you do things for others, the way you love on others and the way you love on yourself and your community and your environment is just different. Um, I mean, even the way I keep my house clean is, is it's different because I value my space Yep. Um, because I have a sense of self-worth in this space. Um, so just, just like, think about that when you're moving into, um, really taking care of who you are and then also those and others around you and then also your environment because it really matters about how you view yourself. It's going to change the way that you treat other people. So good stuff.
0: I love it. I think that's a good note to end on.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, we will talk to y'all next week, hopefully on something a little juicy, a little smart. Um, But we will talk to you (laughs) sometime next week.
0: All right, sounds good. Peace. Right.
1: Peace.